Good evening. This is Lehigh Valley Discourse, and you are listening to Wellness Lehigh Valley. I am your host, Sally Hanlon. Wellness is an important part of a balanced lifestyle, and more and more we are figuring out how certain elements can lead to a positive result. From mental health to our community to our environment, including all the things that can attend and attract and support your wellness, I am happy to invite you into conversations on the ways that we can improve and think differently about wellness in the Lehigh Valley. And tonight, I am so excited because this program that we're going to be featuring tonight is really based on community wellness, youth wellness, and our future as we go forward. What if there was a youth program that has proven its ability to support social and emotional development, expand horizons, introduce engineering strategies, provide physical fitness, and career readiness? And what if that program had a history of transforming our world for more than 130 years, 1890s up to and including importance during the recent pandemic? Would you support such a program locally? Well, tonight with our guests, I'm hoping you're listening and will be considering supporting this program as we talk about Community Bike Works. And with me tonight, I have two of the program supervisors, directors, I'm not quite sure exactly, titles, but we have Avery Daniels, who's program instructor and youth projects coordinator, and Hannah Cannon, who is food pantry coordinator and girls bike program director. So what I'd like to do is ask each of you to give a little bit of your background and how you got to Community Bike Works, and then we'll get into talking about the program itself. So, Hannah, I'm going to start with you. Now, you're over there on the east side (laughs) with the food pantry and the girls program, but how did you get there? Um, So, I'm born in Bethlehem, raised in Allentown, and my brothers did the program while we were growing up. I never did the program because I always wanted to hang out at the park. But um, when I went away to school, I had this feeling in me that I needed to come home to do something for my community. Bike Works had a job opening, and I applied, and I... I've been here for seven years now. (laughs) Okay. Now, do your brothers have a fond memory of being in the program? Oh, yeah. Um, My youngest brother works at our Madison Street shop. So, Okay. Family tradition. (laughs) Here we go. All right. Avery, how about you? Um, Well, I'm born and raised in Allentown. I grew up on Eastside and then moved to Center City and found myself right around the corner from BikeWorks. So I was a longtime student there. Then I turned to a volunteer, and now I work full-time as a um, earn a bike instructor. That's incredible. That you know, that's that's a great success story. You both have really great success stories, both from a family perspective and an individual perspective. Well, thank you, listeners. Let's learn a little bit more about this program. So, Avery, I'm going to ask you to provide an overview of the Community Bike Works program, a little bit of history, how it came about. You know, whatever you are willing to share. Yeah. So, Community Bike Works definitely acts like a second home for a lot of our students. It's a safe space for our students to kind of come together after school and one earn a bike. Uh, that's kind of what we're known for, but also to just like hang out, play games and really get some mentoring from people outside of just school. We start off with like our, our earn a bike program. That's what we're what we're known for in the Valley. Um, where students, they, they come in and they get to earn a bike for free. Uh, nice. They never have to pay a dime for anything, which is amazing. Um, but from there, that's kind of the gateway in the door for them to learn other aspects of one kind of leadership skills um, and also like engineering as well. They're really hands-on when they're in the shop. Um, And a lot of our students kind of go on to do different kind of technical institute skills from there. 
That's incredible. I know in the video on the website, I was seeing some of the the students, the young yeah. youth, with their tools and, and pointing things out. And it was like, okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> that's, that's great. Yes. That's great. So, um, Hannah, what are the ages that you attract? And are there different levels of programs? Yes. So we are a wide range from age group. So we have our traditional programming, Earn a Bike, and that is ages 9 through 18. And then we also have a junior Earn a Bike program. So that is 7 and 8-year-olds. And sometimes we'll allow a six-year-old in there, too, if they're about to turn seven. So a wide range for all students. Okay, so you've got a lot of different levels of children in your facilities. Now, how many facilities are there in the Lehigh Valley? There is three. We have two in Allentown and the brand new one in Easton. Okay, so you've covered the major cities. Okay, terrific. Now, do you work closely with the schools that are close to the locations? Yes, we do. We have um, relationships basically in Center City. They all have the relationships with all of the schools within Center City. And in my site, we have relationships with um, schools on the east side and the south side. Okay. Um, Avery, since I'm new to this understanding, how does one go through the program? What are, what are the basic steps that they get first? Do they... Because they don't get a bicycle till the end. Yeah. And how long does that usually take? That's going to take at the moment. We have a, a month-long course. Okay. Um, so for four weeks, they're coming in for two hours a day, Monday, or sorry, Tuesday through Thursday. And that's when they're learning pretty much every single aspect of the bike, how to change a flat tire versus how to pretty much take apart the whole frame itself. Um, so they're learning every single part of the bike and how to fix it on their own. Interesting, because I know I can't even change gears. <laughs> Maybe I should come over. Do you have yeah. a, a program for adults who don't know? <laughs> a lot of people ask, and if we ever fall in some money for adult programming, we can definitely do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I think with the way that we're getting around the valley, and now we have all these bike trails and things that people can Absolutely. use, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. wow, that's very interesting. Now, Hannah, you have had a change in careers over at uh, Community Bike Works <laughs> yes. before you were involved in the East Side program, like Avery, I guess, is involved at Madison Street in yes. Allentown. But now you're with Food Pantry. Let's talk yes. a little bit about that, what, the background. How did that come yes. about? So the city came to our um, deputy CEO, Dave, and asked him, we will give you the whole building that we're in right now on the east side of Allentown if you run a food pantry. So Dave said yes, and a year ago we started it, and I'm, I took over it about, let's say, two months ago, and we've been running it ever since. So, Okay, now, as an organization prior to this, mm-hmm. you provided food refreshments uh, yeah. for children that were in the program on a regular basis, correct? Yes, yes. We supply um, at least one snack um, during the school year, but if a kid is hungry... I'll make you a PB&J sandwich or throw something in the oven or whatever the case may be. So now, um, summertime, we supply them with a meal for our lunches. So before, we used to outsource our lunches. But now, since I'm in this new position, I have time to make lunches for all those students in the summertime. So. Head chef, too, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, and you <laughs> told me something interesting before the program that you try and do a plant-based diet. Yes. And, and why is that yes. so important? Um, I think it's so important just because inner city students sometimes don't have access to fresh um, produce. So we try to push a plant-based diet. I'm not too strict on being... 100%. 100%, yeah. but yeah. if I can implement, let's say, 80%, 90% of a plant-based meal for them, that is that is one in my book. Okay. All right. So, Avery, she supports your Madison location with yeah. the food as well. Yeah. 
So you don't um, have to cook, huh? Yeah, I do, we do not. So we actually don't have a full-fledged kitchen um, okay. at Madison Street, unfortunately. But uh, Hannah is nice enough to make us whole meals to kind of give out to our students. And <laughs> there is no crumbs left behind at the, <laughs> at the end of the day. Okay. Um, yeah, so she does a great job. And it's at Keck Park, right? Is yes. That, okay, yes. now I'm not sure where that is. Where is that on the east side? Um, on Carlisle Street, um, all the way at the end of Carlisle Street. 614 South Carlisle Street. It's the building right on the corner. We can't miss us. Okay, and you have, yeah. a, and a, you have a kitchen in there and everything. Oh, yes, the kitchen, oh, nice. fridges. All the space I need. So you could involve into other programs yes. eventually or mm-hmm. invite groups in. Absolutely. Now, do you guys partner with any other agencies for some of the work you do now? You do with the school district. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody else that you tend to partner with over time? Um, like the youth center over on the east side or... Um, not so much. It's mainly like the schools and the school districts. And we'll do some things outside of um, just the schools, okay. like Wildlands Conservancy. Oh, good. Um, I, I'm drawing a blank right now. But yeah, not so much, really. Yeah, not so much. But, but there you, are certain ones. We're definitely friendly with other organizations, Absolutely. though. Absolutely. Da Vinci yeah. Science Center. Yeah. Um, and you go on the DNL Trail, correct? Yes. Yes. DNL. So a lot of kind of the I would say nature yes. focus groups. Um, yes. So like the Nurture Nature Center in Easton, I know we are yes. pretty friendly with. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's a yeah. good organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. NICA. Um, so that's going to be the National Interscholastic Cycling Association. That's where our students they uh, our students that want to mountain bike they can race. Oh, for NICA. okay, okay. Yeah, so it's just like playing like basketball for your school, but instead it's it's, it's cycling. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what is the breakup between mountain bikes, street bikes? What what do you, what do you see kids gravitating to, or what what do you use? Every and all. <laughs> Every yeah. and all. Okay. They're, yeah, cycling has so many different disciplines, mm-hmm. and you always have one student that's that kind of wants to go for a different aspect. Um, Right now, we have a lot more kids that are into road riding than we usually do. Mountain bikes are always going to be a big one. We have so many trails in the area. We're, we're definitely like lucky to live in the valley that has a velodrome, all these mountain bike trails, bike parks. That's terrific. And it's at such an early age, you're getting them and making them safe, I think, which is the other. Definitely. Yeah, we definitely push for safe riding. So not just riding and you know, knowing how to pedal a bike, but how do you do that safely, safely. Um, to just make sure you know, you're able to get home at the end of the day. Uh, we don't exactly have the best bike infrastructure, but it's been improving throughout the years. Yeah. It was interesting. My husband and I took a, a kayak trip down the Lehigh, and then we ended up in Freemansburg and, and rode bikes back. Yes. Yeah. Now, bikes I haven't bikes. ridden a bike in a long time, <laughs> um, so it was very interesting stopping at a few places. But my husband got an e-bike because he had mm. uh, nice. well, wanted to see what an e-bike mm-hmm. was like. But uh, he had some problems stopping, too. So (laughs) (laughs) it was a very interesting trip for both of us. But one of the things I learned as I was doing the research, and Hannah and I were talking before the the show here, that Susan B. Anthony, back in the late 1800s, talked about how bicycles brought independence to women. And I never even thought of that as being – and she went on to say that I stand and rejoice every time I see a woman ride a bike – on a wheel, the picture of free womanhood. I mean, love it. Yeah, it's it's just really crazy. But so bicycles have been an important part of freedom, independence, mobility, and I think we're getting back to that with our environment, especially now. And we're talking about the trails. So I, I commend you guys for and the organization for making this an integral part of children's lives. I mean, it's it's so important. So when did you learn how to ride a bike, Hannah? 
Um, I was pretty young, only because I remember the apartment that we lived in. I learned how to ride my bike in the apartment hallway of <laughs> our apartment. <laughs> All right. Because the hallway was small, so if I fell, I could catch myself. So oh, for balance. I would say maybe six or seven, maybe, okay. yeah. Okay, and Avery, how about you? Where did you first? Um, actually, right by Keck Park, Moser oh, yes. Elementary. Uh, okay. When I used to live on East Side, I was I was right there. Um, around like seven or eight, I would say. Nice. Yeah, that was when I learned. Yeah. yeah, definitely fell a few times. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't we all? I remember learning about the same time frame in my life, and I was afraid to stop because I was afraid I wouldn't be able to get back on and ride uh. again. <laughs> it was really crazy. But I'm gonna just say at this point we're gonna take a short break. And you're listening to Wellness Lehigh Valley with our guest, Avery Daniels, who's program instructor and youth projects coordinator, and Hannah Cannon, who's food pantry coordinator and the girls' bike program. And Community Bike Works is a nonprofit organization founded to support youth by teaching life lessons through bicycles. Thank you to the members of WDIY for making all the programming you hear possible. Becoming a WDIY member is the best way to support your listening and to ensure WDIY will be here for the next person in our community to discover. Make your membership gift today at 610-694-8100 extension 4 or WDIY.org. We couldn't be here without you. Welcome back to our Wellness Lehigh Valley Discourse Program. We are talking about the impact that earning a bicycle can make on our Lehigh Valley youth with our guests, Avery Daniels, Program Instructor and Youth Projects Coordinator, and Hannah Cannon, who's Food Pantry Coordinator and Girls Bike Program. Okay, before break, we got into talking about who is involved in the program and our own bicycle experiences. But now let's talk about some of the things beyond the bike. You know, what else happens at these? You mentioned a little bit, Avery, in the beginning, but let's talk more about the mentoring program, the, maybe the book program. So I'm going to let you go ahead. Yeah, so like one of the other areas of my job, other than just teaching Earn a Bike, uh, would be youth leadership. So that's going to be kind of a deeper mentoring course for some of our older students. So usually that starts around like 14 or around there like in eighth grade. Um, and then from there, we are learning each semester is going to be slightly different. So the fall is always going to be college and careers. Um, and in that semester, they're able to tour around like four to five different colleges in the area. Nice. So from a young age, you know, just trying to introduce them to the idea of what happens after high school. So in the past, we visited like Westchester, uh, Temple, El Tri-C, and then even places like UTI. So like okay. technical institutes, just in case they didn't want to take the college route what other alternatives you have from there. And then like say for instance, usually summer is gonna be a art project focus. Right now we are kind of going against the grain and we're focusing on our new building plans. So we're in the process of purchasing a new building in Center City Allentown. Um, that's nice. roughly gonna be twice the square footage that our current building is. Wow. So our students are able to meet with city planners and see a budget of what it's gonna cost for our building and take a look at the blueprints before we even have the building in our possession. So just for them to be able to have their input in a space that they're going to be the ones coming to every single day um, and making it ideal for them, what would they like to see? Absolutely. Um, That's yeah. great. We're big on you know having our students' voices heard, and I feel like having something like this 
it doesn't get kind of more than that. Yeah. Where do you get that kind of experience? Most adults don't have that kind of experience. Yeah. yeah. So it's a pretty unique opportunity for them, and I love to be a part of that. Okay. Now, also at Madison Street right now, you have a book program. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so some of our students, they also have a choice to join Earn a Book. Um, so in that they are, one day they pick out a book and they're kind of reading through it as a group, and then they read on their own, and then they're able to go to rather Moravian Bookstore, the Allentown Public Library, um, and they're able to have two books kind of purchased for free. Uh, so they get to pick out any two books of what they want. It could be their favorite kind of comic book series. It could be a book about butterflies. It does yeah. not matter. Yeah. Um, any two books. They It's just kind of encouraging reading um, on our students, which is awesome. And owning your own books is like a, a just like owning your own bike. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm, a, I'm a bookworm, so I'm, I'm definitely a fan <laughs> of that. Yeah. Oh, that's a terrific program. Is there anything else that's wrapped into what you do there hannah um yes so i started our girls earn a bike um back in let's say 2017 after we went to the one youth bike summit the girls from this other bike organization were running their session and i was like why 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 aren't we doing this so (laughs) i brought it back and i was like we're gonna have an all girls class just to make the girls more comfortable to get involved because our earn a bike class is boy dominant it's not all boys but it is very boy dominant and i know me growing up with all brothers it wasn't a problem but i know if you don't grow up around boys sometimes girls don't want to be i don't want to be in the room with boys because they're goofy and i get it (laughs) these are words from my girls not me um so yeah i created the girls earn a bike and it's the dynamic is completely different from our regular earn a bike girls like to work together uh, a lot they get it done pretty quick and then we have more free time to hang out ride or talk about what they want to talk about so more team yes approach team building more teamwork um it's completely different it's interesting it's fun yeah (laughs) and then from there we created a girls club it's called gears it is an acronym and i should know what the acronym is because we made this up but i can't think of it right now well the first one is girls yes (laughs) girls i want to say it's girls engineering and that's all right yeah don't worry about it yeah it's gears yes girls club once a month and it can be more than once a month depending on if the girls feel like they need to meet with us more um just more deep mentoring with all of the women on staff and just to talk about what's going on in their lives and at school because sometimes girls go missing in the you know in the sea of boys so it's just to get more girls involved and make them feel more comfortable okay so when you talk about mentoring and you've got staff and obviously you have a limited number of staff do you ever use volunteers to help mentor we cannot do what we do without our volunteers so all volunteers we have we appreciate every single last one of you and we cannot do what we do without our volunteers are there any particular areas that uh, sort of attract the volunteers or are you all over the place with the type of experts you bring in for the kids it's all over the place they come from all walks of life um, but i just think people more so want to connect with our students and mentor them so i think it's the students that bring them in okay so they come in after school they've got the opportunity avery to to work on their bike but yeah. then they also have an opportunity to work on the schoolwork or yeah yeah so it's pretty much like earn a bike is their gateway in um that's kind of what we use it as of course kids love the idea of having a free bike mm-hmm. but then from there there's so many different avenues for them to kind of pick through um if they want to 
again, race bikes, rather if it's mountain bikes, road bikes, they have that if they want to learn other skills or just know how to be a leader, they, they have that option as well. If they want to be a stronger reader or if they want a girl specific class to where they can not have boys around with, yeah. it's about having the flexibility and versatility of, of our program, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, we cover so many different aspects. It's great. It is. It is incredible. Now, I'm going to put you both on the spot a little bit because I'd like our listeners to know about some of your successes, yes. some of the the youth that have been through the program and, yes. and what they're like today or with the path that they've chosen because yeah. of being a part of the program. So, Avery, I'm going to start with you as far as anyone come to mind as far besides yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will say that it is very nice when I walk into Madison Street's building and I go upstairs to the office and on the wall we have around, I would say, 10 to 15 different banners of all the different colleges that our students have gone through. Nice. Um, so, you know, past BikeWorks graduates um, and seeing all the different places that they ended up at. Um, I know that we have one of our students is a very intricate woodworker. So he he gone okay. a different route. Okay. And he very now very very skilled works with his hands and he makes some beautiful pieces out of wood. Okay. Yeah. Nice. He makes a decent living doing that. Yeah. Great. And I like hearing about all those college banners that are hanging yeah, up as yeah. well. Yeah. I would say another one is our we had a Temple graduate. He previously worked for us. Um recently moved on and now he's working a, a big banking job at JP Morgan. So like that that's awesome to hear as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta talk to him about financial I, donations. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hannah, how about for you? What you've seen? Um so I have one student. He is first generation Syrian. Um and when he joined us he was very, very shy and closed off and as he continued to come to us and grow, he was very big on pleasing what he wanted to do for his like what his parents wanted him, him to do. do okay and i'm i'm big on do what you want to do to make yourself happy and your parents will understand and if you're making a living for yourself then that's all that matters so right. he just graduated last year from deer of high school and he goes to penn state so i am so proud of him. He started at Penn State Lehigh Valley locally, and now he just moved. He's moving on to campus. I would say maybe this weekend yes, or the yeah. following weekend. Wow. So it's that's a big, amazing. yeah, that's a big yes, move. Yes, that's wonderful. Well, and listeners, if you go to the website too, you're going to see other stories of current and past youth who talk about the importance of getting the engineering, of getting the teamwork, of getting the the support through mentoring that has helped them. And on the website, it says um, 97% of those that participated in the survey said that the program helped them learn things that they didn't think they could do. 92% said that it helped them work better in a team. And 85% said that they are more active since joining the Bike Works program. Yes. So that's, that's all really good stuff. Now, I understand, Avery, that there are some things happening this coming year that are extremely exciting at the Bike Works. Yeah, I guess one big thing is just us purchasing a new building. That That's huge for us, too. So Madison is our like longest standing building. Okay. It's for us, it's a much needed upgrade. We're running out of room. We have too many bikes um, and too many kids. Oh, that's a nice uh, problem. It is a very nice problem to have. Uh, but we're a little pressed for space right now. So definitely getting that new building is, is very exciting. But also uh, next year, so June of 2024, we're having the National Youth Bike Summit come to the Lehigh Valley. 
So that has historically kind of been a weekend for all organizations just like us to come together. So we are expecting around 450 youth all in one space for a weekend of just like cycling and networking together and seeing what other organizations are doing well and what you can take back. Are you able to use a velodrome? We are able to use the yes. velodrome. So we're going to be... Yay. Yeah, so we're going to have some of those students that are going to be able to try the track themselves and be on track bikes. You'll also see us um, on Friday night watching the races happen. Okay. Now, have either of you been to this event before? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Where, where was it held? The first one we ever went to was in Washington or Arlington, Virginia. Okay. And then the second one we went to was in New York. And now this third one will yeah. be here at home with us. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I attended the one uh, in Queens, New York, and I believe it's 2017, 2019? Yes, 2018. 2018. Yeah. Uh, and then last year, there was a smaller one just because they're bouncing back from the pandemic um, that I attended in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, but next year is going to be the first big one since COVID. Um, so it's definitely a, a moment for them to rebrand. And yeah, the Lehigh Valley are going to be setting the stage for all the future youth bike summits. Okay. So, and is this something that is Eastern U.S.? Is this a national? It's a national. national. It's the National Youth Bike Summit. So we can expect people coming in from Seattle, Washington. Hawaii. Yeah. Wow. Uh, definitely from country. like Louisiana, Florida, Georgia, even maybe some in Vancouver and Toronto. Yo, that's a big That's a big kind event. of bubble that we're yes. covering, yes. <laughs> now, your building won't be done by then, will it? It will not. So the uh, National Youth Bike Summit is going to be held in the Muhlenberg campus okay. in Allentown. Yeah, okay. so that's kind of where our, our sessions are going to be held. And from there, we're going to be bouncing all across the valley. Wow, that's exciting. And is that August next year? When is that? It is going to be June, June of 2024. Okay, so right after mark school. Mark your calendars, yes. Yeah. Yes, mark your calendars. That's going to go. That, oh boy. Good luck with planning there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Avery is on his way and making moves. Wow. Wow. Okay, so that's happening. So in addition to, you know, all they're normally getting, they're going to have experience helping to coordinate and run a big event. Yes. 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 So you're going to have your students. Yeah, our, our youth are going to be all hands on deck. We, we know that they want to be. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, they, again, anything that they can help out with, they jump to the occasion, which is amazing. Uh, we have some amazing students that are going to become great leaders in the future and go on to do big things. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's terrific. So, Hannah, if yes. we have somebody listening to us tonight, and let's hope we have a lot of people listening yes. to us tonight, what can we ask of them to help this program move along, whether it's um, the ongoing annual program, whether it's the event that you're coordinating for next June? What kinds of things do you need, like tangible, to help the program continue and be successful? Yes. So money donations, of course, are always needed because we operate off of grants. And volunteers, like I said before, our volunteers that we have, we can't do what um, we do without them. So earn a bike volunteers, food pantry volunteers. Um, we also have a cycle challenge coming up where you will raise money for us with a team of your friends or family or co-workers or whoever it might be and you can either ride walk run and um you track your miles 
And it's Cycle Challenge is a really cool event. Um, if you check our website out, you can see everything about the Cycle Challenge. So yeah, volunteers is a big one. Website it's a address. Big one. Yes, it's um, communitybikeworks.org. Okay, and it's a great website just to even move yes. around in and, and see what's <laughs> going on in there. Now, do you also take book donations, bike donations? Yes. We take kind of all donations. Book donations, bike donations is a big one. We always need bikes year-round. 20-inch um, BMX bikes, mountain bikes, 20-inch, 24-inch, 26-inches, bike parts. Only thing that we can't really take is helmet donations, unless they're brand new, because we don't know if they were yeah. dropped or in right. an accident. So Right, if they've been damaged in yes. some way. Yeah, okay. Yes. Okay, listeners, so now you got the scoop on this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously financial contributions, bike donations, volunteer time. Now, what is the time period that volunteers are usually needed? Is it that, you know, three to six time after school or... Yes, so our Earner Bike program normally runs from 4 to 6 p.m., Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. So that's for Earner Bike. And then for food pantry volunteers, it's a little different. Wednesdays and Fridays, I'm open from 11 to 1. And then Thursdays, I'm open from 4 to 6. So okay, so you've got it covered. Options. Yeah. Wow, great information. Thank and you guys, I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today and and to share this information. As I said, I was aware of the program, but obviously I got more aware as I was researching before you came here, and it's an excellent program. So thank you you both for your flexibility and your time. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this is great. And listeners, I want to thank you for making the time to listen to us and hopefully um, act on some of the opportunities there are. I am Sally Hanlon, and this is WDIY 88.1 FM. Tune in next Thursday for more Lehigh Valley discourse, and we'll see you next time on Wellness Lehigh Valley. If you enjoyed this program, please go to WDIY.org or the WDIY app to share or become a WDIY member.